Hello, ladies. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Love Her. I am your host, Tiara Yashin. On this podcast, it is my goal to remain completely transparent, and it is my promise to leave with love and all the topics we discuss. I want to remind you that I am not a licensed psychologist or a specialist healthcare professional, so this podcast does not replace the care of psychologists or any other healthcare professional. With that being said, I don't make any guarantees about the results from the advice and opinions shared here on Love Her. If this is your first time tuning in, I want to take this time to welcome you to our authentic community of women on the journey to self-love. In this podcast, I will be covering the 13th tip from our 13 tips discovered on Healthline.com. Other information presented in today's episode was found at www.medicalnewstoday.com. Okay, ladies, we are on our last tip. Yay! Let's get into it. Tip number 13. Ladies, be kind to yourself. The world is full of harsh words and critique. Don't add yours to the mix. Speak kindly to yourself and don't allow yourself to call yourself mean things. (laughs) I know that was a tongue twister a little bit there. But don't call yourself mean things. Don't talk badly to yourself. Quiet that little voice in your head that tells you that you could be better. You could do better. Because although you could be better and you could do better, that voice is only criticizing you at a point where you already feel like you didn't give your best. And despite how that little voice wants to make you feel... You need to understand and you need to know that it is okay. Celebrate yourself, girl. And not only on your birthday. You've come so far and grown so much. Cultivating feelings of self-love can be challenging sometimes. For a lot of us, Self-love might sound like a luxury rather than a necessity. Professor Christian Neff of Human Development at the University of Texas at Austin said, Love, connection, and acceptance are your birthright. It's important to remember that happiness is something that you're entitled to, not something that you need to earn. So stop beating yourself up. Ideally, the version of yourself that you are at this very moment, regardless of your flaws, deserves happiness. You see, most of the time when we're being too hard on ourselves, this entails a lot of self-criticism. With that inner voice telling us how we could have done better, causing us to miss one very important fact. 
we're human. A point that we all sometimes ignore. Although criticizing yourself is not uncommon, studies have shown that perfectionists are at a higher risk of several illnesses, both physically and mentally. And that self-compassion might free us from its grip. Self-compassion builds resilience in the face of adversity, helping people to recover more quickly and better cope with failure or embarrassment. Self-compassion encompasses three components. Self-kindness, treating oneself with understanding and forgiveness. Recognition of one's place in a shared humanity. Acknowledgement that people are not perfect and that personal experiences are a part of the larger human experience. And mindfulness. A state of psychological stability and avoidance of over-identification with painful emotions. It's important to remember that you must be mindful in order to nurture self-compassion. And I'm excited to share a few exercises Professor Neff encourages you to do to invite mindfulness into your life. These exercises may seem small, but it can have lasting effects. So please don't be afraid to try it despite how silly it may sound. The first exercise involves repeating the following three phrases during times of emotional distress. This is a moment of suffering. Suffering is a part of life. And may I be kind to myself? These three martyrs correspond with the three elements of self-love that we introduced earlier. A friendly reminder of those three elements are love, connection, and acceptance, which, as I stated earlier, are your birthrights. Some other exercises you can use to invite mindfulness into your life are loving-kindness meditation or affectionate breathing, an informal practice for use in daily life, such as the soothing touch or the self-compassion letter. If you feel skeptical about the benefits of mindfully repeating martyrs to yourself, you may benefit from knowing research has shown that mindful exercises in self-compassion have been proven to lower levels of the stress hormone cortisol and increase heart rate variability, which is your body's psychological ability to deal with stressful situations. The last thing I would like you to invite into your life is the practice of listening to yourself. Pay attention to how you internally talk to yourself. For example, what type of language do you use with yourself when you notice a flaw or make a mistake? 
Do you insult yourself or do you take a more kind and understanding tone? If you are highly self-critical, how does that make you feel inside? Often we are much harsher to ourselves than we would be with others or than how we expect others to treat us. So the first step to replacing this harsh inner tone with a kinder one is simply noticing that you use a harsh inner tone. The next step is to actively soften that voice. Ask yourself, what do I need? And listening mindfully to the answer can prove to be extremely valuable. If you were unable to take anything else away from this week's episode, please take away this quote by Rebecca Lee. Be kind to your body, gentle with your mind, and patient with your heart. Stay true to your spirit, cherish your soul, and never doubt yourself. If you are still becoming, my love, there is no one more deserving of the nurturing grace of your love than you. We have come to the end of this week's episode of Love Her. I am your host, T. Ariashin, helping you get back to loving her.